You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We'll take a glass together. And we will lift it to the good life. And as we're lifting it, we will most sincerely say. This is Equity One, Broadway's happy hour. Pour yourself a drink and join us as we chat about life, theater, and and everything in between. I'm Elliot Maddox. And I'm Caleb Dickey. Join us for your Equity One. Five, seven, seven, eight. Cheers! (laughs) Hi, everyone. We have a very special mini episode. Yeah, welcome to this bonus episode. Yeah. Bonus. bonus tracks. Um, guys, we have our really good friend with us here, Darius Wright. Uh, hi. Hi, Darius. Nice. Now, thank you for being on Equity One. I know you've listened to the program. Yeah, I didn't even know this was happening tonight. Uh, yeah, so this, is know. Know. this is exciting. This is like a surprise. <laughs> we sprung this on Darius. Uh, we actually like followed him into his apartment and like. Yeah, don't worry about it. But we're getting the exclusive, no matter what. Um, <laughs> how's it going, Darius? We are all having um, some bourbon tonight. We are all mm-hmm. having some Maker's Mark. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have like a little. We're gonna have like a little game night. Do you hear that? Which you'll you'll hear about later. We're gonna we're gonna attempt to play settlers. Of Catan. of Catan? Catan? I don't even know how to say it. I say Catan. Okay. Maybe that's just from Texas. But I'm nervous. It's... Here's the thing. I, I hear, like, it's just, like, so many rules, right? It reminds me of, like, Game of Thrones. I think that, like, like once you... There, there's a lot to hear. There's okay. a lot of information to take in. But mm-hmm. I think once you play it, you go, okay, I got it. But it's getting to that point. Okay. Is it, like, Risk? In a way. I feel like, in a way. Usually, I say that whenever I'm explaining the game. I say it's kind of like Risk. Okay. Uh... And I don't know exactly what differentiates it from this. It's just, I don't think it's not as big. Just that it takes place I've heard there's expansion packs, too, where you can, like, connect worlds or something. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Yeah, you can add, like, like, like water things. I have the expansion pack, so, because I like playing the game. So, like, you know, if you want more people, like, because the normal game, you can play three to four players. Uh Uh-huh. Not two. Three to four. Three to four. And then, then, right? And then, um... Then the expansion you can play up to like five percent. Bernadette Peters, would you come? Sorry, you. Like literally, what? Already describing it already. Also, not also while Darius was talking, Caleb just grabbed one of those like massage hooks and just like sort of going to town. On I his need back. it. I need it. Get it? Oh my god! <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I've been side gigging 
this whole year. Yeah. Rarely, I haven't slept a full week in my bed, girl, mm. because I get that stay at my apartment and watch the puppies. So like my yeah. back hurts. You need to get that. Do you go to a chiropractor? No. You should. I want to find an acupuncture. Have you done acupuncture? Um, that kind of scares me. I haven't done it, but I want to try it. Do you want to go together? (gasps) I've done dry needling, and that was that'd be fun. I was like, "What is that? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Dry needling. It was. I was all needles dry. Right. I don't know. At least I didn't really do anything for me personally. (laughs) What are they sticking in you? (laughs) 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 Darius, we start every podcast by having our guests tell our listeners how they like where they grew up. And what first got them interested into theater? Oh my okay. Um, I grew up in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm. Rockets. Um, Houston right, Rockets. Did I say that right? Um, yeah. Go Texans. Go Astros. Who won the World Series yeah. this past year? Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. I actually just got a new baseball jersey, reflecting that. Word. I love getting like baseball jerseys Swag. with my my name on the back, and then like a year that because I like jerseys based on like where I've been. Right. Right. Anyways, I have. I'm from Houston, Texas. With my Houston Tex, my Houston mm. Astros jersey, yeah. and uh, then I moved out to Pearland, Texas, which is like a suburb of Houston, um, where in high school uh, I had some friends um, who I was on the track team with. One friend on the track team with, and she was like, "Hey, like, what are you doing?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I was like uh, "The same thing." And I, I had just went in. This is outside of the 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 theater i just went and saw nonsense my friend like a couple friends doing <laughs> yeah. nonsense and i was like oh it's cool to like see my friends like act or whatever uh-huh. and she was like hey what are you doing next semester i was like uh same old same old then another friend comes over and she was like can you sing can you dance can you act and i was like no <laughs> like, come to the musical we're doing thoroughly modern million we just uh-huh. need people please promise us you'll be there and you know the person that i am mm-hmm. i was like okay cool i'll just i'll show up mm-hmm. And so, like, I went, I went home and was like, okay, what is Thoroughly Modern Millie? Looked online, and what I didn't know at the time, this was in the 10th grade, mm-hmm. um, I didn't know what the Tonys were at the time, uh-huh. but what came up was a Tony Award performance of Thoroughly Modern Millie, which yeah. you guys forget about the boy. Uh-huh. And I was looking at it, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is cool. Like, I get to learn how to tap dance, because I saw them tapping, uh-huh. yeah. and they were, I mean, Sun Foster's just singing, and, like, then everybody comes out, and they, you know, do the you know, do the opening, like, yeah, the yeah, yeah. title number. And I was like, I get to learn how to do that? Okay, cool, sign me up. This yeah, is fun. right, right. So went to the audition, and and I had listened to the entire cast recording. So we, we're learning this dance routine. And then they started giving sides to sing. And the side I was given to sing was the, one of the, all the guys had to sing just mm-hmm. like a year, but it was a uh, Mr. Trevor Graydon song, yeah. uh, The Speed Test. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I remember singing this, like hearing this on yeah, the like, right. recording. Oh, yeah. Let me, let me just try to emulate what uh-huh. was being done. And I did that. And then the next day, the director pulls me in his office. He's like, his name is Tim Monroe. And he pulls me in the office and he's like, who are you? And I was just like, <laughs> uh... Darius, he was like, "Well, what, what what are you doing here? Like, what do you want? Like, do you want ensemble? Are you trying to get a role? Like, what's what's the deal? Like, who are you?" Because it was the first, and I was just like, yeah, I, I, "I don't. I'm just happy to be here." Right. <laughs> he was like, "Okay, okay. Just, I just want to know because I've never seen you before, and you just came up, and I just okay, mm-hmm. great, cool, good to know." 
then I ended up be, like it was the first show I ever got it. I was Mr. Trevor Graydon, and I was also in the ensemble doing like going back and forth. <laughs> yes, like, 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 like a little like mustache yeah, disguise. Yeah, people like hide me in the back yeah. so I could dance. But then like it was really fun. But then the next year we did Sing in the Rain, and I was Don Lockwood, and that was the one where I was like, it was incredible. Like I I had never done any of it before, and he pulled me aside again and was like. I've never seen anybody pick up this quickly. Like, have you ever thought, did you know that people did this for a living? And I was like, no, I had no idea. Had no idea. And he slipped me a little pamphlet to Oklahoma City University. And I was like, why do I go to school in Oklahoma? Like, but when I want to go to like New York or something, go to NYU. And he's like, I think this will be a good fit for you. And I went on an audition and, you know, it, it ended up happening. And I, like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him let alone my friends from like yeah. high school or the track team who were like hey audition for this one thing right so i mean that's that's how i got into it just some some friends who i really enjoyed playing yeah. around with mm-hmm. and just a good community of people who i don't know yeah no. reached out to me and made me do something i didn't know how to do mm-hmm. Which led you to OC. Which is where we all met. We all met those stars. Robo Kid. Oh my god. Robo Kid 054. That's Robo Kid R O B O K I D D 054. Wow, rest in peace. Love him. He still exists. Don't worry. He's in there somewhere. Oh, he's here. He's very present. I've accepted him. We all went to college together, and of course, we're very good friends all throughout college. <laughs> starting starting mainly in our sophomore years. Yes. When we all started years. really being friends. Yeah. Um, talk about talk about your experiences. Um what what did you what did you learn most at OCU that you think um helped you the most when you moved to the city? Because there's only so much you can learn at school and the rest you have to f- uh, that's you been my experience. Figure the out. rest yeah, I've yeah. had to like mm-hmm. figure out here what what were some of the most valuable lessons you took from from OCU? Maybe even training aside. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the, the the biggest things I learned w- weren't even in my training. It's about kind of like life things. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, as you do in college, you grow so much as a human being. Yeah. From when you go in, not really knowing who you are, to leaving and being like being more confident in who you are as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the biggest thing I learned coming out of OCU was to trust that. Because, you know, like, I, I half the times I was at OCU, I never got the things that I wanted, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, just specifically, I got to play a, a role my senior year, which was an amazing experience, um, Flick and Violet. That was, it was great. But it took, like, a minute to get there, to mm-hmm. get to that point. And, you know, I don't think this says anything about the school necessarily in a, in a bad light. I, you know, I, it was hard first getting to OCU and there are people who would send me messages saying that I didn't belong there and, and that I was I was untalented and oh. that I, I and it really hurt and I would, would cry to my voice teacher and she would tell me just not to listen to anything and that I'm doing great and um, like those people are just trying to bring me down and then and then but I just kept going after it and you know I, I ended up doing some summer stock stuff which you know gained Help me gain my confidence. Sure. In totally. it and see, like, okay, no, I am, I am valued in in this business, and I can do it, and it's actually fun, <laughs> you know. And I, I, I can, I can do it. I can do it. Yeah. Um. And so I think you know that was one of the biggest things I learned was to just not listen. <laughs> sure. To not listen to you know the 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 naysayers and the people 
who are working against you for whatever reason that is, whatever right. prerogative that is, because it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Just to be confident in who you are and what you have to offer and know that you are enough. And leaving school with that in mind, being like, okay, it doesn't matter if I follow my face today or follow my face tomorrow. Like, I can get up and I can keep being my absolute best and I will not, I will do my best to not let it affect me um, or to decrease my value as a human being. Um, which I think, I mean, in life, like, whenever you come to that realization, yeah. I think is important. I think that was, like, one of the biggest things that I learned from OCU was to just own myself and to love myself um, and to just, you know, not take, not let the little things in life get, you down. get me down. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think that's a really valuable lesson because that, you know, that happens no matter where you are. There are always, like, mm-hmm. people or even, like, even sometimes our own, you know, our own inner voices get, you know, get, get on us in that way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to just say, I'm not, you know, I'm, you just can't listen to those things. Yeah. Because, um, no, I think that's, that's, that's like really valuable. And also like, you know, that's what, I think that's what college is for, or at least was for me as well, was just figuring out what I needed as a person to be as strong as I could be. Mm-hmm. Take those four years to make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. and learn, yeah. like... Yeah. Good. What What did you take most out of And I was just thinking the same you. thing. I don't know. Um, I think I just needed those four years to, like, go and discover mm-hmm. who I was as a human being. I remember doing OCUNYC maybe sophomore year or freshman year, and Josh Rhodes was teaching a combo. Yeah. And I remember at the end of it, I was like, you know, like, what, like, what can, what can I work on? You're, like, so eager to, like, keep, Mm -hmm. like, working. He's like, well, like, what are some of your hobbies? Like, what do you do this, like, as a human being? And, like, I didn't, that didn't make sense to me back then. I was like, that's so stupid. Like, he couldn't, like, told me that, like, I could have, like, done this. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what you want. You want those, like, attainable, like, checkoff box Mm -hmm, things. And now, like, I get it. Like, you got to know, like, what makes you happy as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. and I think college helps get you through that. Yeah, I think so too. I think another big thing I learned was like, I think it's because I wasn't like like given the things that I wanted at mm-hmm. OCU, like I I learned how to hustle on my own and it's like sure. work, like to work hard and also because I didn't get what I wanted, like I would just show up and like work even harder to try to get it. So like I feel like when I moved out here, it was just kind of the same mentality, totally. like that I'm appreciative appreciative what the appreciative appreciative did I say yeah. right? I don't yeah. even know you said it right I'm like <laughs> great I, mean, <laughs> um, I, I was very grateful right for like, <laughs> <laughs> so like when I did show up here and when I was like you know you're going you're waiting and you're, and you're getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning you're getting down to Pearl or Ripley Greer or NOLA mm-hmm. um, to just like sign up on a list and to show up to everything and if you don't get seen that day if yeah. when you're not equity, you don't get seen that day. Okay, it's it's fine. Like I value myself. Or if, if I get cut, or um, whatever, or if I get cut to the end and don't get the job, like right. yeah. I still value myself. And I'm like, okay, like show up to the next one, keep showing up, and and, yeah. and it was just like I I wasn't I had been told no already mm-hmm. while I was in school that hearing no when I got to the city wasn't any different. Sure. And and I think in a great way. Yeah. Because totally. I I was. I, 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 because I, again, like I value myself, I learned how to value myself. I'm like, okay, great. It's a no. Great. Move yeah. on to the next one yeah. because there's going to be a yes somewhere. And it's like getting through all the no's in order to, to find the yeses. The right again, yes. like yeah. when you find those yeses, they're so freaking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you realize how, why 
those no's were no's in the first place. Yeah. The universe, I, I believe so much in the universe, and the universe is mm-hmm. always conspiring with us to, you know, give us everything that we want. Yeah. And you look at your life, and you look in the past, and you look at all the, the no's or the closed doors, and you're like, yeah, none, none, uh, mm-hmm. none of that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. And I'm so glad. Yeah. That but it's like, hindsight's twenty yeah. twenty. Yeah, like, always, uh, always, <laughs> But it's like, the more you see that, and the more you can see it in the present moment, versus like, in the hindsight, yeah. you say something can happen, like a cl- door can just close in front of you, you're like, great, great, great. Yeah. That's awesome. I respect that closed door 100%, mm-hmm. and... I know it's that's not my blessing for me to have. Yeah. That's for somebody else, and I can keep moving forward because I know the universe has got my back, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna trust it, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving until I find an open door, and it's, yeah. and the door will open e- effortlessly. Like it's not like you have to do any work for it. It just opens. The door just opens. Your friend just asks you to yeah. audition for Dolly Modern Millie. Yeah, dude, just like he slips you a pamphlet to go to OCU. Like, sure, it it happens. It just it just happens, and you just have to let it. Mm-hmm. Anything can happen if you let it, honey. Mary Poppins. Honey. Hello. Hello. Well, speaking um, of doors opening, you know, when when some close, I think that that's a good opportunity for you to talk a little bit about how you made your debut. Because I think that it was it was we've talked about it before. It was a little unexpected. Oh yeah. <laughs> for you and um and uh, so just tell our story. Tell that story. I think it's a good one to tell. Um. Okay, yeah, this this past... 2017 was a year of open doors and closed doors. And, you know, I brought it on myself because I did tell the universe, I was like, hey, like, I want a stronger faith. I want to come out of 2017 with a stronger faith. That's what I went into 2017 with. Like, that New Year's, it's like, uh, stronger faith. And at the time, like, I was on tour with Matilda, and I was leaving to go do a workshop of of a musical that's in the works called the Ain't Too Proud musical. It's the Temptations musical. Um, and, oh, it was a great experience. Like, left Matilda, um, another great experience. But, you know, I was going to this thing, and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be, this This is headed, trying to head to Broadway. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to go out to Berkeley, and it's going to come back here, and this, this show could be my Broadway debut. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. And I'm a part of it, and I'm workshopping it, and that's so freaking awesome. Like, I get to, like, see it. And, you know, we went through the process, and I was playing Smokey Robinson and uh, David Harris, mm-hmm. and it was lovely. I got to work with Sergio and Des Mackinoff. Like, it was it was a dream come true. Like, I wanted to work with Sergio since I saw like Memphis. For, for, um, for those of you who don't know, Sergio Trujillo and Des Mackinoff were the team that was behind Jersey Boys, among many other mm-hmm. things, but that's... Um, that's one of the things they're yeah. most famous for mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. Yeah. But then, so, like, we did that. Everything was great. Um, and then um, I was working at, I was doing a Thoroughly Modern Millie up at Goodspeed, like, the week after. And so I, you know, we finished the workshop. We did the presentation. Well, the lab, I should say. Excuse me. I don't know what it was. Still. <laughs> like, it was a Lord B contract. That's what it was. It was a Lord <laughs> B contract. Let me be specific. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that. Um, uh, I was I was up at Good Speed like doing the other amount of Millie and like I had so we finished on Friday Saturday Sunday I'm I'm up at Good Speed on Monday I get a phone call and no I don't get a phone call I get an email uh, from Des and he just you know he he lets me know that like he, they're really appreciating my work in there um, but I I just I look too young to play the role of Smokey Robinson. And um, that they, you know, wish me well, blah, blah, blah. I, I don't mm-hmm. know 
per word. But, you know, that's what I remember. It's like, you know, basically I wasn't moving on with the project. And in the moment, it... I, you know, I responded lightheartedly. Yeah, Closed the email. And then I sat there and I was like, my dream is just falling apart. Like, this was going to be my Broadway debut. Like, and I was like, how am I going to get there now? And I was just like, and I started to think like, why do I look too young to play the role? Like, and I knew it. I knew like mm-hmm. sitting in that chair playing Smokey Robinson and, and talking to Derek Baskins. I was like, this is, does not read, but I'm happy mm-hmm. to be in this chair to sure. play this yeah. role. Uh-huh. You know? But I knew. In my head, I was like, Mm-hmm. this is weird but whatever I'm here and that's what I was happy about and then uh, it, but for twi- and I went and took a shower and then in that shower I was like Darius you just look too young to play the role yeah there's nothing wrong with that you literally just spend two years playing a ten year old in Matilda the musical <laughs> <laughs> you it's yeah. okay to look too it's yeah. okay to look young like that's mm. not a bad thing right and I was like great if that's the and I'm literally sitting here like why am I I'm literally at good speed like a theater I've wanted to work at mm-hmm. like since I first moved to the city why should I be like I'm not okay like I I can I can work mm-hmm. I can work one little thing does not mean I won't work for the rest of my life nor will I not make my Broadway debut sure. at some point mm-hmm. just trust it let it go did that and then so you know I was at good speed doing my thing. And, you know, being at Goodspeed is so wonderful because you can, you, can, you can audition. You're close to the city. Yeah. You have two days off. You have Monday, Tuesdays off. You can run to the city, be there in like an hour, maybe two hours, and then take a late train back and get there in time for the show. So in that time, you know, I was auditioning for lots of other things. Mm-hmm. And and then I out of that, you know, I found myself auditioning for A Bronx Tale because they needed a vacation swing. And who was the choreographer for A Bronx Tale? Sergio Trujillo. <laughs> I'm in this room with one of my, also like the dance captain. The dance captain is, you know, my one of my friends from Matilda as well. So I go, I walk into the room. There are eight guys, including myself. I see Sergio and Mark Kimmelman is teaching the combo. And then my friend Brittany. And we're in there and I, you know, I'm having a great time and just, you know, yeah. doing a, my Do actual thing. dance yeah, yeah. Yeah. And at the end, Sergio ask if everybody could do tricks <laughs> and you know people are doing 540s people are doing back flips people are doing any, all this other stuff mm-hmm. and I trusted myself because I'm like <laughs> no I'm not going to flip for anybody I'm not going to do it anymore um, I'm not going to hurt myself like that I'm mm-hmm. not, like I don't need to Yeah. Um, so uh, Sergio was like can you do tricks <laughs> and I was like I can do that split thing that we did in uh, Ain't Too Proud like little uh-huh. little split and then come back up he was like no back flip no I said no and I trusted it because mm-hmm. I was like, no, yeah. no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, this, yeah. is, this is what I want, and that's not what I want. I'm gonna communicate it because I will not do that. Um, and then <laughs> he was like, okay. <laughs> and then that was, I mean, at the end of the day, like I, 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 I came back and they wanted me to sing the next day. Came back and mm-hmm. sang, and um, I ended up, you know, getting the job. And you know, when I, I got the job, I was like, I get to make my Broadway debut. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I hadn't worked in like with Sergio before, or if the universe didn't like, you know, set that up, or you know, I, I had to do some scene work for that too. And I was taking acting classes while I was in Toronto with Matilda. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I hadn't taken those classes. Like, right. I would have like you've been able to lay down that scene yeah. mm-hmm. for the workshop, and yeah, it fell through. But at the end of the day, it gave me the tools necessary in order to make my Broadway debut. And yeah, you know, I I, I did I I. Yeah, and it was it was kind of a roundabout way, but 
like it it happened and I, I looked up when I got the call and was just like okay universe like I see you mm-hmm. I trust you yeah, yeah. because 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 I'm not you know doing working on Ain't Too Proud which is now in Berkeley uh-huh. I'm in New York with my friends yeah and my family, who I haven't seen in two years, which is what I want. Yeah. You were on tour for, for so, so long. long. And it's exactly what I want. And I get to be a vacation swing, which means that I can, I still have time off so that I can like still make this city my city because I moved here and mm-hmm. I was here for six months and then I was gone mm-hmm. for two years. Like I, this wasn't my city. I didn't have, I didn't never lived in my apartment. Like, yeah, I, I, I haven't been here with my friends really in the city. Like, and so it was very important to me to have that time to do that. And it was everything I wanted. Like, I even wanted, like, uh, it was on something that was on the table for me, you know, uh, potentially staying on as a permanent swing, but that ended up falling through as well, and of course that hurt at first, but then I was like, you know what, okay, the universe is, is proved itself to me, I sh- mm-hmm. I, and I've been wanting a stronger face, so I will believe that there is a reason for this happening, let alone once I'm done vacation swinging for the first time. And I'm in my unemployment, mm-hmm. which I was horrified of. But I was again like I was like, no, this is a gift. I'm unemployed. Yeah. I get to like m- meander around the city. I get to like go to Central Park. I yeah. get to go to Smorgasbord. Right. I get to like see my friends. I get a phone call. They're like, hey, they want to see you for this workshop of uh, Purdue Woman. I was like, okay, cool. I'll be there tomorrow at 10 a.m. Show up to the dance call. Okay, great. they want to see you tomorrow at uh, 10 a.m. to do sides. Great. I mess up sides. Whatever. Keep moving forward. <laughs> Then I get a call in the afternoon, like, oh, you most likely got this job. Yeah. The next day, got a call, okay, you doing the workshop. I was like, okay, great. Another workshop, like, mm-hmm. cool. I'm just going to play it cool because I'm not yeah. going to have any attachments to it like the last time. And I'm just going to have fun. And I did that. I was present. I had a great time. Monday, after we finished the workshop, they called. And they said, hey, they want to let you know that they're going to offer you Broadway in Chicago. And I was like... Okay, cool. Great. <laughs> Hung up the phone and was like, Universe, you are just so freaking good. Like, oh, I see you, bitch. Like, yeah. I see you. <laughs> like, beca- I mean, it's because, I, I, like, I don't know, I, I can't explain that any other way. Like, because I wasn't the permanent swing yeah. on a Bronx tale, if I would have signed that contract, I would have never been able to be a part of an original Broadway show, which has yeah. been a dream to do the cast recording as a dream. Like, and that's what I ultimately wanted, and the universe knew that, and it, it conspired with me mm-hmm. in order for me to get there. And I just love that. When, yeah. you, when you write it, when you trust it, and know that the things that come into your life come in for a reason, and they leave for a reason as well. And, and you know, it, as much as we want to hold on to those things, we got to give them the freedom to come and go as they will. Like, I will give Sergio Trujillo the freedom to come and go in my life. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A2 Power didn't work out, but it came back in the form of A Bronx Tale. A Bronx Tale didn't work out, but it came back in the form of Pretty Woman the Musical. And now I get to tell one of a story that I grew up on. Like, I used to watch this movie with my mom when I was a mm-hmm. kid, and she made me cover my eyes with the dirty parts. Like, <laughs> that's unreal to tell that story yeah. every night. Yeah. I'm, I, I can't believe it. Like, I'm living in my own fairy tale. It's my own dream. So, I mean... Long story long, <laughs> that's what happened. This was supposed to be like a special mini series. No, <laughs> like, no, trust me, this is. This is great. <laughs> last week, last week I edited down a hot three hours to oh an hour and forty minutes. Last um, no, we we are so proud of you and so excited for you with Pretty Woman. Oh, yeah. so it's gonna be so much fun. Playing at the Nederlander in 
and when this is it? summer, this summer? Uh, we, we start previews. I'm going to get this right. We start previews July 20th. Yes. And we start, we open on August 16th of this year, 2018. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I have two more questions for you. One, Go. do you work on commission? <laughs> what? Like, big mistake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> Iconic line. Don't worry. You, you missed it. Definitely in the show. Definitely in the show. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Second, um, I mean, you've, you've sprinkled in, like, trust yourself, yeah. be open to everything. What advice would you give to a young listener who um, w- is interested in getting into theater? Um, work hard. <laughs> like, practice, take class. Um, there's a vast amount of, of, of information. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like when, when I, I mean, on, like when I went to OCU, I, I didn't know anything. I, I literally knew Legally Blonde and Wicked yes. <laughs> or anything else I did in school. Yes. But like my shows were Legally Blonde and Wicked. That's all I knew. And but because I went to OCU and there are so many people around me and like you could ask, you can ask the teachers at OCU. Like I would like be at the dance school, like looking in class and I'm not supposed to be there, yeah. but I'm like looking because I'm trying to learn. And I would ask questions or like I'll talk to upperclassmen. I would just to Yeah. I would I would pick my voice teacher's brain just to, because I, I wanted to learn and I wanted to figure things out because I felt like I was so behind mm-hmm. and I and I wanted to catch up. And that even like coming to the city, like just taking class, like taking voice lessons and working hard and putting in the work because I mean hard work pays off. And I can't say like hard work does pay off. And I, I think the more that you invest in yourself and your craft, um, the, the more that you'll get out of it. Um, as as George, George Ann always says, practice tweets. Hashtag practice, practice tweets. Yes. <laughs> oh, love her, miss her. Oh, I oh, miss her too. George Ann listens to the podcast, I believe. Hey, girl. Uh, I hope she hears Hi, this. Hi, mom. Practice tweets. Like, there's nothing but, like, you, you know, go to it. Take some ballet classes. Like, it doesn't matter, like, what you're, like, and, and also, like, focus on your strengths. Like, you know, if, like, I'm not the best at ballet. And, yeah, I take ballet classes. But, like, I know, okay, I accept. I'm like, okay, great. I'm not that bad. That that great in ballet, great, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. What am I really good at? I have lots of energy, mm-hmm. like, and that's my thing. I like, I have, I know, I know, I know my trick of the trade, <laughs> and I have lots of energy, and I will give you lots of energy. You won't know that I'm bad at ballet, 
You're going to see me telling a story. And that's what yes. I will do. I will tell a story and I know how to tell a good story. And so that, that's what you're going to get from me. And so I use my strengths in order to play up my weaknesses. And yeah. that's what you have to do. Like, accept both. Can't be like, oh, I'm, I'm really bad at this one thing. Oh, I'm just going to, like, beat yeah. myself to the ground. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Think what you're really good at and help that and, like, help that. Totally. Because you are a package deal. Mm-hmm. And it's use your strengths. Use yeah. what you're really, really good at. Um, but, again, like, work, work on your weaknesses. You, you know you have to work on But, again, like, hard work. Work, 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 work. I can't, like, I can't say it enough. Can't like, enough. don't not practice. Yeah. Boom. Yes. Confetti explosion. Boom. All right. With that, we're going to get set up for some gameplay. We'll be back in a second with maybe Settlers a disaster. Catan. Several bad puns later. Actually, it's it looks what really, I want to do? It looks really pretty. Why does that one not have anything on it? Yeah. Why does the desert not have anything on it? Um, because it's the desert. Okay. So, what are we doing? How does this work? So basically, this is Catan. This island, we have the islands of Catan. Okay. And what you're trying to do, basically, is to win, to gain points. Okay. Okay. And you do that by building with your resources. And so on the island, as you see, uh, we have, we have wheat, these Mm -hmm. little yellow things, and then we have sheep. Which is uh, these little plains, mm-hmm. so not grass, but sheep. Mm-hmm. And then we have, uh-oh, um, we have uh, wood, mm-hmm. and we have brick, and we have ore. And then we also have this little desert thing, which is not a resource, because there are no resources on the desert. Yeah. You just have a desert space, as, and you'll see its purpose later. Okay. Um, so basically, again, like you're trying to um, gain points by building. And typically, standard game, you go up to 10 points. You try to gain 10 points. Um, and you can gain points by, if you look at this little card I gave you, mm-hmm. it shows your building cost. So, um, building a road is, see it says zero victory points, mm-hmm. which then stands for VP down there. But what you can do is that one award that you get for building roads is the longest road card, which Ooh, wins you uh-huh. two victory points. Okay. And you have to have at least five ro- continuous roads okay. on the map. Um, to gain that card. Okay. Yeah. And each, so if you go down, every settlement that you have is worth one point. Mm-hmm. Every city you have is two points. And also development card, it says question mark victory points because there, because there are perks to getting development cards. Okay. Which are kind of like chance cards if you want to compare it to Monopoly. Okay. Um, and so in the development cards, you can get, you can... There are lots of knights, so just like Longest Road, you can have the largest army. Okay. Um, if you have like uh, three play three knight cards, there are also victory points in here that you can just get. Woo. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know what's on them, but I just know that those plus ones are great. Um, so yeah, that's how you can get points is by building okay. or in buying development cards, which is a part of building. And then when we have victory points, does that mean like however many dots are on these is how we buy? Actually, no, but what also is- kind of yes. So I'll explain. Um, <laughs> okay. So the dice, when you roll the dice, uh-huh. every number on the board um, coincides with what the number that's going to be rolled. Sure, right. Three, mm-hmm. five. And so uh-huh. if if you are, say I roll a six, mm-hmm. and currently this number six is on wheat, any player who's on this six wheat uh-huh. gets 
gets to pull wheat. Okay. That's if you have a settlement on it. If you have a city, you get to have two. All that stuff. Yeah. Got it. That's what that means. Yeah. And you roll to get resources. And you go around, and we all roll, and you can all okay. pull resources on everybody's roll. Okay. Um, and that's how you get these little cards Great. right here. Yeah. And then and then you build things with them, um, again, to get your points. Okay. Um, that's basically the general, that's the general gist okay. of the game. And then you'll, as we go along, you'll help explain. Yeah. What, what, okay. Yeah, so that's basic. That's basically the just. I mean, that makes enough sense. I think. Yeah. Caleb, let's what do, do you it. think? I'm let's just do it. Let's go. Right, let's do it. First, let's fall in love. Learn how to swim. I'm gonna win. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. What's the um, What's the end game? You want ten points. Ten points. Ten points. I wanna be your end game. Okay. End game. Great. So let's I'll see you it. there. Great. I'm rolling. Seven. Seven. Oh, nothing. Okay. Yeah. We just we just kind of we just roll. Ten. A ten. Honey. Henny. Twelve! Okay, Tans, Caleb wins. Okay, so. Two hours later. I feel gypped. Dari I won! Darius won. I'm the winner of The host won. He deserved it. I came in second. Which oh, is yeah. probably not a thing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> we can make it a thing. But I well, came in second place. When I was, I think we were in Connecticut, we, uh, in, at Goodspeed, we had, a, like, a dance moms, uh, with our head, head Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> in our house. And so, like, I think, oh my gosh, it was, uh, yeah. it was, it was me, it was, uh, PJ Palmer, Amelia Joe, uh, Parrish, um, Emily Kelly, and Elise. And uh, from OCU, from OCU, stars. go stars! And we had this, uh, we had this, we had this pyramid, and we just like, I love would, that. Would switch it around every week depending on who won. It was so much fun. It was, it was a really, it was a really, really fun yeah. time. Uh, but like, yeah. So we can say there's a second place. Yeah, we did a good job. Yeah, I think we did a good job. I learned a lot. I learned that, honey, you need brick, bitch. I know every. I, you need <laughs> it all. Had, I had brick. I know, and it was but a like, six, and I was supposed people were supposed to roll. But like, it. I didn't. I didn't have any pieces on brick at all. No. So you got You got to like spread your pieces out to where you get brick. Yeah. So I learned, and next time, I'm coming. I'm, I'm coming gonna go for, for eight next time because you guys kept getting eight, and I was like, actually no. For a while, we weren't getting any eights. That's why nobody yeah. had any wood. But. uh... There's yeah, it's 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 a, fun. It's a, kind of, it's, fun. A, it's a fun game. Like again, like I say, like my trick is just like I go where the game takes me, and so like if it's give, you know like if it's giving yeah. me wood and brick, okay, let me like go towards that and let Spots me build what I have in my hand versus like waiting out for something because I'm like, That's what good. if somebody rolls a seven? It's good, but it's nice to just get brick to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or because you yeah, can't. There, there are way different ways you can play the game without bricks. There's lots of ways you can play the game. Uh, it's okay. And sometimes that happens, but you know, lots of people, again, people can win without being on break as well. I'm wrapping yeah, up yeah, my yeah, coins yeah. before we, like... Well, that was a great, that was a great night of gaming and, uh, interviews. Darius, thanks for letting us record you on our game night. Yeah, yeah. again, like, I did not know this was happening, so, uh, <laughs> Surprise! Just, uh, Darius, where can people find you on social media if they want to follow your adventures? If you want to follow my adventures, um, you can follow me, um, my handle is at... Darius A. Wright, that is at the at sign, D-A-R-I-U-S-A-D. 
W-R-I-G-H-T. Work. I promise if you look for at RoboKids054, he is now lo- no longer <laughs> existent. <laughs> but you can, you know, ask me questions but about you can him find him any within. day. Yes. Um, you can always find our show on Instagram and Facebook at Equity One Podcast. And you can find us on Twitter at equity one underscore. And please email us at equity one podcast at gmail.com. Caleb, where can the people find you? At Caleb Dickey. DM me, hit me up. <laughs> and you can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. Until next time, cheers, cheers boys. Cheers! It's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.